And this episode is sponsored by Sew and Read. Founded by Charity Parsons, Sew and Read creates luxury experiences and excursions for canisseurs. This month, we'll be partnering with Sew and Read to sponsor two guests for one of their amazing experiences. Follow Sew and Reap on all social media channels and stay tuned for details on our exclusive giveaway. having me dog this shit is dope and you have a wonderful setup dog like super excited i was like nigga felt like a day before school and shit like i was like yeah i'm ready for this cash cover cannabis <laughs> shit like pop my shit you know what i'm saying I'm so it's dope this ain't it every <laughs> oh, okay like most students just me her joe and the guy dope like, dope okay. i feel oh man Damn. And the people we talking about, shout out to my boy Javier, um, King Dummy, if y'all know him on my Instagram, he's provided, uh, he's providing super dope, this huge meal behind us, and everybody gonna get into some real eating in the crazy. interview, but, um, before I get started, man, before we, um, we, we get to rambling on about yeah. you, man, tell me who is the person that is Bruce Kush? The person that is Bruce Kush, man, dude, I would say I'm probably one of the most, like, unique and misunderstood dudes, like... Honestly, I personally feel that way, man. I'm an uh, overall creative, um, creator, trendsetter, um, culturist, culturist connoisseur, you know, we connoisseur, just lover of all things creative, and um, I'm, you know, just a student of creativity, you know what I'm saying? I'm a student of the game, and, you know, I'm somebody that's really definitely trying to contribute to our culture, you know what I mean? And um, ascend it even beyond, you know what I mean? Do some futurist shit, so... Overall, just creator, dog. That's what I would say Bruce Kish is, man. That's what's up, man. You, are you yeah. Atlanta yeah, born and raised, dog. East side, east side, east side, east side. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Stone Mountain, Panola Road, nigga. Straight up, Snap Finger Woods and shit. Oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, the whole thing. I, I, I got a story about that one time. Yeah, yeah, man. East side, like really east side, dog. I can give you a story about how one time I was kicking with my own girl Charity over on Snap Finger, man. Oh, word. We was in college, and I'm talking about I was drunk beyond drunk. Damn, you, what, you was out there? Damn, okay, you on, yeah. okay. She used to stay in the apartments out there. So I was slumped. I'm, yeah. I'm leaning against the car, and I'm saying to myself right then, <laughs> it'd be crazy if somebody tried to rob me. Bro, I, I, Two seconds later, you spoke into existence? Later, white van pull up. Oh, <laughs> What year was this? Bro, it was almost like a movie. When I say I saw them pull up, and I turned and ran. She just happened to open the door at that second. Was oh, you got away, so yeah. you didn't get robbed. She was start, she was happening to open the door, told her girl, "Yo, I'm about to leave." I slid through the door, you know, I'm skinny. Yeah, I slid yeah. The door, <laughs> slammed it, locked it behind us. You hear the dude go boom, <laughs> like ran into the door and everything. It was a movie. What the bro. fuck, bro? It was a movie. I'll never forget. Snap finger, bro. 
Gotta be careful out there, dog. You gotta be careful out there. Man, it's, it's weird because it's suburban. Like, it's like, you know, you don't think you. you out there. Yeah, but you right by Southwest Cat, though. Like, you right there by goddamn Keller Road. It's like Cali in a lot of ways, man, because you go in certain parts in Cali, like, you get confused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where the, where the hell are you at? You get real comfortable and get real robbed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But so you're you a you East Atlanta native, yeah, man. Yeah. That makes sense about the whole Chico connection, man. Chico's yeah. another one of them guys out there. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't say, like, it's crazy, like that's how the the bond like got dope though. I know you probably asked question like how the fuck I meet Chico, but that's how we got cool though. Is the <laughs> fact that he from Stone Mountain when we started doing music. Oh damn, you from Stone Mountain? You from the East? I'm from Panola. I'm from Salem Road. So it was like yeah, like real recognized, real in that shit. So yeah, East like, Atlanta's room rolled out a lot of um a lot of dope artists on the on the industry, man. Yeah, man. Um, I'm for me, I'm really trying to stand on it, really trying to rep it because I think people don't understand how influential we are actually to that to what Atlanta, the Mecca is, you know what I'm saying? I think I think the west side of town gets a lot of their credit. And it's not east side versus west side or nothing like that, yeah. but it's just about really trying to shed light on, like, how unique the people from the African-Americans from that side of town is because, you know, it's like one foot in, one foot out theory because, like, you know, a lot of our parents in the area is, you know, it's like a black suburban Mecca, the east side of town, you know what I mean? Yeah. But we were in the city, too. We had cousins that stayed downtown, and, you know, <laughs> and the shit was rough, and you had to experience both and kind of adapt. So it kind of grew something beautiful you yeah. know so we trying to talk about it you know so that's what's yeah, up man. man that's what's up man so so when was when was the moment that you found music for yourself you know like and i often speak to people when they tell me they discovered music it was always around their, their mother their father like right. they was always playing in the house but what was the moment that you experienced music for yourself and was like yeah i like this yeah for sure um you know i would say it started it's it, it's I could, I could say it started with my family but initially as a jet like I wasn't really into like jazz and shit. My dad was like really into jazz at the moment. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Like at the time, you know, I wasn't really into um, jazz as much. So I was, that's what I heard a lot of, but it was really like my cousins and shit. Um, I had a, I had a, my uncle, I had an uncle, um, his name was Uncle P. Um, and pretty much, you know, he used to play a lot of like uh, Ninth Wonder shit and like Souls and Mischief shit, you know. I hold, I'm gonna let y'all get this. Are you good? For sure. Oh, wait, 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 for sure. But um, but yeah, man, my aunt like, I have like you know I have some uncles that are like they're from Ohio or whatever, and uh, you know they're older, a little bit older than me, but they used to babysit me and shit like that. So when I was a kid, like I said, they, they used to set you to, to little brother. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like they would they would come down and kick it with us for the summer from Ohio and shit. And uh, and I had a another cousin that played for Georgia Tech. It's like in the '90s and shit like that. So he played football for Tech. So you know during the summers, like I'll be with them, like kind of mobbing as a jet and listen to. To Souls and Mischief, y'all listening to <laughs> Luchini and shit, Kemp Lowe and shit like that. And that's when I really was like, man, it was, I couldn't understand music or explain it, but it was like, it felt good. You know what I mean? And from that point, I was just always a connoisseur of it. Um, as far as me, like, rapping, that shit kind of came later. It came as an adult, you know what I mean? I never thought I would actually rap coming up. I was more of a, uh, a designer. I was a fashion designer. That was my thing. So fashion so, was your first love? Yeah, fashion was my first love. That was like the thing. I was like, yo, I'm going to do this. You know what I mean? And I was really into it. Made some money in college. We had a club on um, called Yacht Club, Club of Years, when I was in college in Norfolk. Lit, man. Yeah, oh, so. Shit. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, did I hear Norfolk you State? Norfolk State? Oh, shit, nigga, Spartan Love, what the fuck? Wait, they about to. Man, come on, Y'all man. Y'all about to have a whole conversation. Saying, man. missing this guy right here, too. Javier is about to step to the mic. Look at really? him. Look at him. Look at really? him. <laughs> Yo, this crazy. It's family. So it's, I'm, I'm comfortable now. I'm about to slide down, man. <laughs> we at home now, man. Hell yeah. So, I, you know, I had a club line out there, and, um, but then again, music was always like I played trumpet. I marched in the band in Norfolk State, so I was yeah. part of the Spartan Legion too. I was earning scholarship. That's was you KK side? 
did not do KK Sai. KK Sai is a gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's legit. Yeah. It's like any other fraternity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you really got to, you know, you're going to go through some shit to be KK Sai. I, I mean, that's not, I was not devoted to band that much, okay. you know, in the sense of where it was like I was trying to be committed to that. I was more so, again, starting clothing lines and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hoes and shit, like living the college life. Cause you know, band can be consuming. You know what I mean? Band, like when you on scholarship, like niggas will tell you, like, you marching. You know, bro, you went to Norfolk State, like, you marching, bro. It's like, fam, you anything else. So it's like, bro, I was trying to get my life back. Like, if I wasn't practice, I'm like, <laughs> said, I gotta get out the drum line. No I gotta get out the drum line. That was just me, you know. Keep it a hundred, but yeah, man. So anyway, that was a long-winded. No, nah, I feel you, man, because I went to a black college. So I, that's why I say KK size. I seen it in person. Like they, they mob out for real. Mm-hmm, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? So yeah, but the, the band is life in a, at, a, at a HBCU, yeah. man. Yeah, Once you sure. in that, you in that. Yeah, yeah, you in that, man. I did my whole thing, man. Poison section, the whole thing. So music was always there. Yeah, and I did, always had an idea that like. If I were to do music, like, I had an idea of how I wanted to do it. Okay. So I will say that, like, you know, there'd be thoughts, like, nigga, what if I start rapping? Like, how would I rap? You know what I mean? Obviously, I had an idea, and so here we are now, kind of down the line. Bro, that's wild, man. Mm-hmm. So you 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 initially was the fashion guy. You probably could have dressed a couple of people, like, styled them and everything like that. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I did style a few people, bro. I had a couple clients. I used to style a couple people from the, from the well, wardrobe. Mm-hmm. So not, like, like, actual, like, nigga, you know, celebrity shit. Like, I just had... Just doing everybody's daily closet, like you know what I mean. Working at Nordstrom's, and I used to style Music Soul Child for a bit. Him and his girlfriend for a time, and um, some people from the Falcons and shit like that. So I would do wardrobe for them. Word. Do all that Christmas shopping and shit like that. Yo, Atlanta dudes are some of the most unique people on earth, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like most unique human beings. Mm-hmm. So you go from the fashion to the music, and yeah. when was the time? So you 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 clearly are coming through this part late. Like, it wasn't like yeah. you was coming up. Like, a lot of people, you got 14 mixtapes before you yeah, knew it. Yeah, nah. Mm-mm. You decided to do this as, as a late entry. Mm-hmm. Who was the inspiration or what inspired you, more, better, better to say? Who, what inspired you to say, I'm going to pick up the mic now? Mm. I would say, I would say, like, Spitter. You know what I'm saying? Word, I would say word. he kind of, like, showed niggas, like, showed me, like, the blueprint. Um at the time, though, when I started rapping, though, I was probably, like, 25. So, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm 32 now. So, you know, when I really started, like, fucking around with the mic and shit like that, like, I was younger. You know, the goal, obviously, is when you start rapping, like, I'm going to blow up tomorrow. And then, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to do it 25 and be on by 26. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that was the idea. But, you know, I realized that when you become a student of the game, like, it's, like, a lot of development. You know yes, so yes, yes, man. I say that to say it wasn't necessarily like, I was like, oh, yeah, like, it's niggas out there that's doing it, getting it old, so I'm going to get it old, too. Like, nah, it was just like, I know I'm dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? I inspire a lot of niggas. Like, you know what I mean? I got, a, I know a lot of people. I got a lot of homies that are, are doing shit. You know what I'm saying? And I inspire, I inspire them. And so, you know, I was just like, at, at whatever stage, like, it's, always, it's timeless. It's always going to be dope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not really going to, I never really followed a trend anyway. So it was like, I didn't really think that, my shit don't really have an expiration date. I'll, I'm going to make sure it's classic anyway. So it was like, you know, really didn't think about the age part, but I do think I, you know, I got my youth and I'm culturally relevant. They just can market me. You know what I'm saying? I can market my goddamn self, you know? Hey, so hey. I'm like, shit, you know, I'm going to make music for myself and the homies that like it, you know? So so when you first stepped in the booth, right, were yeah. you, how, how nervous were you? Where you was like, all right, so now this is real. They about to hit record and we about to, we about to now have to actually lay down a record. I didn't deal with, like, the first rap jitters. Okay. Like, um, as far as, like, being afraid on the mic, just because I, I was in the band. Like, we was, I've been performing in front of hundreds of people all the time. I've had, I've had to play by myself and play solos and 
concert band by myself in a whole, you know, review being judged by a panel of, you know, you know, musicians and shit. So it was like being in front of the stage and being in like the booth, it was like whatever. Um, you know, I was very confident going in. I'm not going to lie. Like I was like, okay, boom. Shit was bad though. You know what I mean? Like niggas really wasn't rapping good all the time, but I, I did with my music theory background, I had an idea of where I wanted to go. And I was honest with myself and realized when I wasn't there, but I was never afraid to try it out. You know what I'm saying? I was never afraid to just hop in. So, but I did know I had to get my wings. I didn't like my voice for a long time. I ain't like my rap voice at first. Like I was like, uh, you know what I mean? Like he can turn the bass down. My shit sounds squeaky as fuck. Like, you know, shit like that. You deal with that, like the growing pains of it. But you know, I was, I was very determined to like, when I said I was going to do it, I'm like, all right, we're going to, but being MC out this motherfucker, bro, you ain't alone. I I to this moment hate hearing my voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's like the hardest did, thing like. to to go back and listen to an episode of this show because I'm like, who's this dude talking? Like, right, you know, it's weird. Like. I grown to like it though a little bit. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's me. You know, so I try to embrace it. But yeah, yeah. So talk about talk about your first project. So now you 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 out the booth. You know, what I'm saying you you putting down the music. You're now getting really your feet wet in the industry. Yeah. What was it like putting out your first project? Man, that was, like, huge. So I got a couple. It depends on what you consider my first project, right? Because mm-hmm. I got some shit on SoundCloud. I got Christian Brothers. I got Kush Ellington on SoundCloud. Those yeah. were, like, my first couple of dabbles where I was, like, putting something out. But it was huge because, like, prior to that, man, what we was doing, what I was doing was, like, I was recording shit with my boy out in Marietta. We would just be out there cooking up shit. And then we'll go to the department store. That's how I met Chico. So we'll go to the department store. And just try it out, like you know what I'm saying. R.I.P. So, department store. Yeah, R.I.P. department store. That <laughs> shit was legendary. You know what I'm saying? Whoop, whoop. That was like that. A lot of homies came out of there, and so I, that's what we, that's what I would do, nigga. Like, so I never really was putting shit. I, it was on wax, but it was never out for people to grab. So like when I did my first project for niggas to grab, like it was nerve wracking. Is there? It was a barrier to cross. You know what I mean? It was weird. It was like. Uh, it's like you making music, you making music, but like actually setting it up to get it to put it. It's like you actually gotta break through that. It's like a little door, like a little like mental wall oh, yeah. of like confidence, where it's like, man, yeah. all right, I'm gonna actually put it out. You yeah. know what I mean? And hope somebody listen to it, yeah. buy it, all that, man. Yeah. Like promoting it, you gotta really put yourself out there. I, I I feel like a lot of people don't put that kind of thought into it when it says when they say I'm gonna be a, or I'm gonna do rap. Like I hate when yeah, people I, say yeah. I'm gonna do rap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't never hear somebody say, I'm going to do law. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. right, right, I'm I'm going to do accounting. Like, you say, I'm I'm an accountant. I'm a lawyer. I'm a rapper. Be proud of it. You know what I'm saying? But being a rapper is that fucking meticulous, though. Like, for real. Like, if you're really trying to, like, carve your lane, like, for real, for real, and, like, dabble with the right people, because there's a lot of fucking smoke and mirrors in this shit. Facts. And, like, really, like, you know, trying to make yourself better and, like, do all the content shit and do all the rap shit, too, and, like, bring yourself. It's it's as meticulous as being a lawyer, bro. Oh, I, be, trippings, I, I believe it. I, mean? I just want you. I just want some. I always want some artists to stop saying I'm, I'm gonna do rap. Yeah, it, I hate when niggas. I say immediately it. feel like you're not gonna take this serious. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of judgy too. When like, cause I'm an artist, I'm kind of sensitive. And like niggas oh, come yeah. in, so I be like, niggas said they gonna rap. I ain't gonna lie. Like I be like, nigga, you really gonna? Do you really know what it takes to like really rap for real though? Cause it's more than just like bars. I, I, I fully respect artists, like R&B singers, rappers, songwriters, producers. I fully mm. respect them. So yeah, I, I hate when I hear people say I do rap. Like. Come on, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Come yeah, on, you don't yeah, do rap. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You don't do rap. But it's but but your transition was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like you you already had a little bit you had confidence anyway, you know, yeah. through the fashion, through band already. So now you're already starting to set foot into the music industry. You're starting yeah. to put out projects on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. 
to the point where here I am, and I was discussing who I was going to have in, as a guest, and I was thinking, who who I heard Chico mention one time? Bruce Cook. Yeah. As I said that, I looked online and uh, I saw a video with you and Jay Worthy. Yeah, yeah. So you, you, I think I don't, I don't think Flaming Flaming Bay was out just yet, but you had a video with, with Jay Worthy, and I was like, all right, this boy nice. Let me see if I can reach out to him. Yeah. So now you got a new project. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, Long yeah. story short, you got a new project, and you working with 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 some 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 dope industry talent people who are names out here, man. Yeah. That was a jump. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Talk to us about putting together with the, the, the full name of the project, Flaming Bay Grotto, Narcos Gorilla. Talk to yeah. us about putting together that whole project now. All right, so it's Flamingo. It's Sorry to clear. It's Flamingo Bay Grotto and the Narco Gorillas. Okay. So it's like it's what all it one is. Word? Yeah, it's like two altogether. words. Flamingo Bay Grotto and the Narco Gorillas. It's okay. Like, so think of it as like a movie title. Okay. Like that's what it is. It's, it's a cinematic, sonic, you know, perception of a movie in, out of the 80s. You know what I'm saying? Michelin, um, Michelin Lynch, Crockett and Tubbs, Miami Vice, that whole shit. So like, you know, me and me and Q, my boy Margin of Freedom, like we wanted to make something conceptual. Like we're, you know, we're trying to like resurrect like classic hip hop, mm. nostalgic shit where albums actually had a whole concept that was down from the title to the feel of the music to the interludes in between it to just the whole message behind the entirety of the album. Like it's like a whole like cinematic thing so that's why we kind of came up with the name of that like flamingo bay grotto the narco gorillas and it's ambitious dog it's different you know it's just different approach to rap as well it's just not trying to call it like one thing you know it's just like yo we're gonna create this sonic movie you know what i mean so that was the approach miami approach cartel approach you know what i mean so flamingo bay grotto and the narco gorillas essentially salute man yeah so salute for one i like the i like the fact you it was a concept i like the concept Mm -hmm. number one um, I feel like you picked some good people then to 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 who fit that mold with you. Yeah, Speaking exactly. of Jay Worthy, man, Jay Worthy was one of them. Yeah. How did the hookup happen with Jay Worthy? Yeah, man, it's unique, man. Like so, really, when um, I when we were doing this album, we were like, yo, we're gonna definitely try to touch some people, get some real, you know, some real artists with us, like that's fucking with us or whatever. Um, I'm a fan of Worthy, you know what I mean? It stemmed from that, you know, just nothing, nothing super like. Backstreet is just like, you know, I was a fan of the dude's music. Um, we had a couple of liaisons, a couple of friends, you know, that, um, you know, my business partner, you know, we, were, we knew. So we knew how to get to him. So we were just like, look, we got this record, nigga. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, pick up. Let's see what you think. He came back, really enjoyed the record. You know, he did it on wax. So he was out in, like, New York at the time, you know, when we were doing this album. COVID was definitely in full effect. Like, so niggas was not linking up when this happened. So it was... Straight up, like, phone, text, email, convo, you know what I mean? Uh, We did that shit. That shit came out crazy. Um, And then he actually came in town um, to do, like, a run for his album he was about to drop. Uh, And we actually got to do the video with bro, like, linked up with him for a couple hours, showed him the city, you know what I'm saying? It was cool. Mm -hmm. It was actually, it's funny, I think we're coming up on, like, the year anniversary of the day we did that video, like, you know what I mean? Well, we shot it, you know, it's actually, we're actually about to drop the actual cinematic shit. Um, the actual video, visual for it um, in the coming weeks, actually. So, yeah, man. So that's how that shit happened, dog. It was, you know, organic and, and business, you know, at the same time, a little bit of both. So that's how that happened. Um, you know, just the approach of this album, again, man, was just trying to make sure that we created a song. It made sense. Like, it, we had to get all the be- – every feature we had was like a character on the album. Okay. You know what I mean? And they played a particular role of what we were trying to embody. So I think that Worthy – you know, he gave us a crazy-ass verse in this shit. That Facts, shit man. Facts, man. Know. He wasn't the only one, either, because you also got hats like my man Chico's on the record, man. You got Fiscales yeah. on the record. Yeah. Yeah, they they, they contributed some, some some dope bars. 
Yeah, I would say eight ball probably gave me my code. Eight, oh yeah, and eight. How did I forget eight ball legend? Eight yeah, ball. eight ball probably gave me my code shit. And then you gotta keep in mind, man, this shit is not on DSPs yet. This is on fucking Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the world has not heard this yet, like in its entirety. We're actually about to drop that shit now. You know, we really wanted to try to cultivate and build like a actual brand, a a, a, a cult, cult following, a group of people that were to market to and to sell to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we didn't want to just. And plus, it ain't no money on that shit. We're truly trying to create a business, you yeah. know what I'm saying, and see who actually fuck with us and who's actually willing to spend the money to hear, you know, some art, man. Because that's how, that's how I depict it. It's art. We, shit's our baby. We got live instruments and everything on this shit. So. Did the you did you ever have a, a, a fear, like, when you was going into putting this project together of um, being overshadowed by some of those voices, like the 8-Balls, like the Jay Worthies, and having them kind of overshadow you on your, on your project? Nah. Nah, bro. Like, I'm a rat. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm from, like, you know what I mean? Like, just where I'm from, bro, like, and, you know, how I think of myself, like, I'm a fucking rat. Like, I, you know, if I, I've taken the time to really make sure that I was at a point, because I'm a huge critic of my own shit. You know what I mean? Like, huge critic. Nobody's a, better, a worse critic, harder critic than myself. I think my homies would concur. Like, I'm, I, I be in the dojo with this shit. If I don't like it, I'll scrap it. If it's not dope, we're not putting it out. You know what I mean? So, by the time we came to them, it was like, Nah, this shit, you know, I already laid my shit anyway. So it was like, I knew it was good. So it was like, yeah, we need ball on this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, we got to get ball on this. Yeah. Right, let's make that happen. You know what I mean? Um, this is my approach. And I know, like, um, you know, still, you know, again, I'm humble, dog. I'm not shit. You know what I mean? Again, my fan base is growing. But, you know, I definitely believe that when it's time, when the time comes, I think it's going to know. You know what I mean? They're going to they gonna respect it. They're going to love it. That's big, man. Yeah, man. Let's talk about weed, man. Let's talk about fucking weed. Yeah, so tell me, sure. I, I'm assuming you're a consumer and you're not, your name isn't just Bruce Cush because it's on, no. you, you a hotel. No, no. <laughs> you, 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 no. you bringing us, you actually are a consumer. Yeah. Yeah. Major. I smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> when was the I first know. time you, when was the first time you consumed? College. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Now, uh, thank you because I've been, I've been running to people who've been doing this since 13 and shit. Yeah, and I'm like, nah, bro, I didn't man. hit till I was in college. Like, can nah. I. I was a dare nigga. I was actually anti weed. I, I ain't gonna lie, though. I was a little square. Like, I was like, um, I, I was like not smoking weed in high school, bro. You know, that's another club we could start. People who mm-hmm. started off in the dare program or started off on that yeah. level, and now they sitting here talking talking about. I'm, that's weed, why my name Bruce Kush, my nigga. Like, I'm gonna tell you, like, I'm gonna keep it organic, like as fuck. Like, in high school, nigga was marching in the band. Niggas was, you know, what I'm saying, I always fly though, always on my shit. But I just wasn't smoking. You yeah. know, my dad was an avid smoker at the time. Like, my dad smoked the butt. Like. I ain't do it, you know. I, but I, what I love about it is that I found it when, when I wanted to find it. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't. I'm, I don't fuck with niggas that do shit just to do shit. Mm. I'm that nigga. Like if I do it, it's a real reason why I did it. You know what I'm saying? Why I started it. I was never like a follower of niggas. Like niggas smoke weed. Like, all right, for what, nigga? We ain't got no problems. We all got cars in high school. Niggas driving with you smoking weed. You know that was my approach initially. Like, and then as I got and now. older. Then I got in college and shit started getting stressful, nigga. Pledge and red dog, nigga. And I'm like, fuck midterms, shit, nigga, pass me that motherfucking plant, You know? And then I heard it, and it was like a sonic boom, nigga. Like, and we got creative as fuck. That's where I started my clothing line and shit like that. I'm like, oh, this shit's like actual medicine, though. Like, this shit's like actually is enhancing my creative. I love that story. You know what I mean? So after that, I was like, man, hell yeah, nigga, what? Then I got really into. Again, I'm like a connoisseur of shit, so like I was really big on. I was such an anti weeder. I'm like, okay, if I'm gonna smoke, I need to know what I'm smoking. Like, I want to mm. know everything. Trichomes, like I'm about to really infuse, like indulge myself in what the fuck I'm smoking and what the difference is between good weed and bad weed. Yeah. And like, 
you know, different consumption options. Like I'm gonna be, I'm a, I was real meticulous about it. Like, and I love that shit. <laughs> like, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? To the point where I ain't gonna lie to you, dog. Like, I remember my mom, a funny story, dog. I remember the first time my mom found out I smoked. So I was hiding that shit from rats for a little bit when I was in college, but it was easy because I was in Norfolk State. She was in Atlanta. Yeah, but your pop smoked. Like she had to think somebody in here smoking weed. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. But like niggas was looking at me like the fucking like you know I was the baby, bro. Mm. And my sister was like been in college, graduated in four, and I'm like this like this whole expectation is gotcha, gotcha. Like, sorry, sure. <laughs> anyway, so long, to to shorten the story, I came to Atlanta for Honda. Nigga got pulled over for weed. That's how my mom found out Ooh. I went to jail for weed. That's how my mom found out I smoked. You know what I'm saying? It was like, damn. Decriminalize yeah. the plant, man. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, I wanted this whole thing where I just started smoking. Like, fuck it. I smoke. Fuck it. I ain't even about to hide it no more, nigga. I'm a stoner. Like, yeah. I was like purposely like light up. Like, oh, she coming? I ain't light the shit. Like, all right. I smoke, mom. Like, I ain't about to hide this shit no more, dog. Like, it happens. I like weed. You know what I mean? Have, like, have you smoked with your dad? Yeah, I did smoke with my pop. Yeah, before he passed away, man. I smoked I smoked with my dad. My dad passed away in twenty twenty, man. But we definitely Oh sorry about we that. We definitely man. burned out, man. Definitely you know, it's life and things happen, dog. But I love my pops, man. We we smoked definitely. Definitely was dope too. That's good. Funny. And you know and that's a good memory to have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a full circle moment, dog. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Again, I ain't smoked then. This nigga was smoking the whole time playing his fucking Roy Ayers and shit. Now I love Roy Ayers, nigga. I play Roy Ayers every day. You know what I mean? It's one of my favorite artists. So it's it's dope. You know what I mean? And, but major connoisseur of the weed, though, dog. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. You ever, think about getting, you ever thought about getting into the business of weed? Oh, for sure. That's yeah. been like, we didn't have so many conversations about that, dog. Like, I am definitely want to develop a strand and, you know, all of that. You know, I have a plan, bro. I have a, a whole plan empire for this thing, dog. Man, it's, when, it can, it's way bigger than rap. When it comes to developing strands, you got to um, speak to people who tell you how long that it takes. Speaking mm-hmm. of, we got Black Black Mountain in the, in the building. Yeah, man. yeah definitely. <laughs> that's, that's what I was saying, process, man. That's what I was man. like, here we go. You know, but um, in due time, though, man, you know, you know, we're doing this shit in phases, you know. I'm yeah. trying to get to the point where, obviously, having a strand is good. I want to make sure they have a, a, a brand mark, sell that shit, too. You yeah. know what I mean? So we're uh, doubling down on the music here. Getting features, you know what I'm saying? Um, growing the fan base so that way all of this shit will just fall into place. Cause like my niggas know, like it's it's big like I said, it's bigger than rap, bro. Rap again, I started as a designer, so though I love rap and I'm sitting at the game, like this is just the lily pad to give me the platform to sell my many other talents. You know what I mean? <laughs> and many other things I got to offer the world and our culture. So you know what I mean? But yeah. Rambling on, man. I'm high as fuck, by the way. Hey, dog, that fucking lemonade is one of the motherfuckers. That shit, him, geek, 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 geek on this bitch. No, I'm just playing, man. <laughs> Yeah, so sure. we we started a new year. It's 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 2022. Excuse me. It's 2022. We in a, we in a brand new year, man. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you think we're gonna see Bruce Cush in five years from now? I was trying to do math, but now I feel like I got contact with one of y'all. Right, right, right. <laughs> but will we see you in five years from now? Who? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely at the top of my game in five years. I definitely mm-hmm. want to be everywhere. You know, I want people to know and respect me as an artist. I see myself being highly respected amongst the likes of people uh, of the real, you know, the true school, the real rap shit. You know, I see myself on tour. You know, not no Jill Serena shit, but just making my name, making my brand out, you know, and just being lucrative and financially, you know, living off my shit, you know. I mean, again, dog, that's that's kind of what I want to do, like just make dope shit, make dope music, you know, 
be respected in this shit and make money my way, you know. Nobody else's way, nigga. No deal, no none of that shit. Straight me. Word up. Squad. Word up. What do you want to be remembered for the most? Uh, my contributions, dog, to to society. I really want to contribute. I think I think my perspective on life and, you know, I got something to give. I want to be known as somebody who's like, yo, this cat, you know, he moved different. He thought different. And he put some quality things that we use today. We use forever, you know. Um kind of like an adventurer of sorts, dog, like a solutionist, you know, for real. So I just want to be remembered for that. I just want to be remembered, you know, for doing some great things. Solid, man. I appreciate you coming through, Rue. Yeah, man. It was a good conversation. Yeah, yeah, man. Definitely, definitely, dog. No doubt. No doubt, man. As we see, we got other stuff going on back here. Yeah. So um, after we get done, we're going to we gonna chop up a little bit more mm-hmm. over this good food over here that my man um, King Gummy provided for us. Yeah. So I thank you for coming through. Yeah. For those who are listening and, and want to know how they can listen to you more, whether it be um, through Bandcamp, through wherever your albums are, or yeah. how they can just follow you on social media and support you that way, how can they do that? Yeah, definitely. So Bruce Cush, man. Fly Neek nigga, Eastside represented dog. Follow me on Instagram, Bruce underscore Kush. Got a new album out, Flamingo Bay Grotto and the Narco Gorillas with my boy Margin of Freedom dog. Uh, it's on Bandcamp, www.brucekush.bandcamp.com, man. It's coming to DSPs next week. I got a slew of music on iTunes, man. Bruce Kush dog. Just get yourself familiar, dog. Real player shit. So, y'all gonna love it. Appreciate you, my nigga. Bro, I love it, man. I love it, man. Dope interview, man. You definitely will be back again. I can already tell you're going to yeah, be a regular, man. man. Anytime, dog. Like, we can chop it up. I feel like this is just the start, dog. You know, we can get deeper. Let's do it. So. Let's do it, man. And I appreciate everybody for watching. This Cash Color Cannabis, a high level of conversation on livehiphopdaily.tv. And this episode is sponsored by So and Read. Founded by Charity Parsons, Sew and Read creates luxury experiences and excursions for canisseurs. This month, we'll be partnering with Sew and Read to sponsor two guests for one of their amazing experiences. Follow Sew and Read on all social media channels and stay tuned for details on our exclusive giveaway.